everyone. Welcome to Legacy TV. Uh, my name is Sarah, and I'm so blessed to get to share with you the Word of God these, um, this month on Legacy TV. This is so cool and an honor for me. I love it when Jeremy comes to me the night before and says, hey, we do TV tomorrow. <laughs> sure, I love it. I love spending time with you guys. And this is just, the Word of God is so powerful, and it has the power to change our life. It doesn't mean that everybody experiences that power. It's only those who take time to let it get in their hearts, let it be planted. And sooner or later, if you plant the word of God, it will show up. So let's just pray today and believe that his words will fall on good ground. Amen. Father, we love you today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for showing us what we need in this time, that even when we don't know what we need, you know what we need. And we're asking you to give us revelation today, things that, um, words that, and information from straight from heaven. We receive it from you today in Jesus' name. Amen. We have been studying Psalm um, 31, 19. This is our um, beginning text and talking about what it means to live hidden in the healer, to be hidden in Jesus, to find a secret place where we are protected from all evil in the world. And this is a, this is a part of the blessing of the Lord that has been given to us because what Jesus has done for us, the ability to live inside the blessing. And I want to read this text to you. And I just let me talk about that for just a second. You know, faith is a location. Have you ever heard anyone talk about um, how, ask you for a situation that's going on in your life, are you in faith over that? Or you may be thinking, um, am I in faith over this? Have I, have I stepped over into that place of faith where I'm trusting God, where I'm believing God, where, I, um, where I'm honoring God with this, how I'm thinking about this, what I'm confessing over this situation? Faith is a location, and you have to step over into that, that place, that, that location of faith and get over into that place. And that's that, that place where you hear from God, that place where you're fully trusting in Him, fully at rest and fully assured in Him. And so I wanted today, I want to think about what that place is. Talk about it. Let just renew our minds to that hiding place. And Psalm 91 calls it the secret place of the most high. If you look up any dictionary word of what a secret place is, it's a hiding place. It's a secret. It's an abiding place. And we see this all throughout scripture. Let's read this though in Psalm 31 verse 19. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you. And I look at this again and it makes me so excited. You know, the goodness of God is not for everybody. And not everyone will experience the goodness of God. Now, God's laid it out there for you, but it's only for a person who does two things. A person who fears God and honors God and a person who trusts in God. That's who will experience the goodness of God in their life. Verse 20 says, you shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. Ooh, that just makes me so happy. I love the presence of God. I love what it does to me. Do you know his presence is medicine to you? The word of God is medicine. But did you know that Jesus is the word of, 
of God made flesh. He's the word made flesh. And when he walks into the room and you walk into his presence, man, there is healing there. His presence is medicine. And so I just want to just look at some of these scriptures today on the hiding place and what that is. Um, One scripture that comes to me when I think about it is the name of the Lord. This is in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. Run into it. Run into his presence. Don't run away from him when you need something. Run to his presence. Run into that strong tower. You know, we've been looking at Psalm 91. There's so many references to what it means to be in this hiding place, this secret place, this shelter, this refuge. It's like a, it's like a fortified a city, a, a castle, a city on a hill. It's a place that is just, it, it's oftentimes when they would talk about a fortress or a tower, it was a place that was lifted up higher than something else. It was, it had an advantage and we have an advantage over our enemy. We have the word of God. And we have the Spirit of God and we have Him every day. We have these things every day to lead us and to guide us in and through every situation that we encounter. Praise God for that. And as we've just been looking at Psalm 91, we've been talking about um, meditating on these scriptures and that Psalm 91 is, yes, definitely a... a, um, It's a beautiful description of how to be protected. And it it really is protection from all kinds of evils, not just um, just needing your angels to protect you. And maybe when you're out on the road driving or flying in an airplane or sleeping in your bed at night, it's all those things. But you know what else Psalm 91 is? It's protection from all kinds of evils. It's protection from sickness and disease. And I just love how God paints a picture for us of how you can live inside his protection, inside this this fortress, in this bubble of protection. There's a wall. You can put up a wall around you. Okay, I've got a couple of scriptures that I'm thinking of I wanna wanna share with you along these lines. I read this to you last week, but it just is standing out to me again. Psalm 32 Verse seven says, you are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. Isn't that word preserve awesome? I mean, you think about how they preserve bodies now, how they pump them with formaldehyde. And actually they say people today have so many preservatives in their bodies from the food they eat that when they actually die, they're like not decaying like they're supposed to. Isn't that crazy? But preservatives or God can put a preservative in you that will preserve you in your body and keep you healthy and strong for all the days of your life. He'll preserve you from trouble. You, You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Do you know a song can be your shield? A song can surround you. Now you can't see this happening, can you? But Anything with God, if it's faith, you don't have to see it. You shouldn't be able to see it. You believe it and then you have it. You believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Man, I'm so animated out here with my pen and all that. Let me put this pen down. Okay, I I talk with my hands here. So all my guys out here are laughing at me, but okay. So 
but you can believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Believe to see. You don't see it first and then believe it. You believe to see. This is how faith is. Faith never has to see and it never has to feel before it believes. It simply looks into the word of God and sees it as a mirror. You know what, God? If you say it in your word, I'm going to believe it. This is real faith. And this scripture, you are my hiding place. You will preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. This tells me that the words that we sing are powerful, that they can either bring life or death. And you can surround yourself with a song. You can hide yourself in the word of God. If the word of God is what's coming out of your mouth, if the word of God is what you're singing, you shall hide me and surround me with songs of deliverance. Hey, sing songs that are full of the word of God. Don't just sing songs that make you want to cry. Yeah, sometimes you will cry. I cry all the time. You guys know I'm a crier. Actually, I told my guys today, I'm like, I am controlling this crying thing. I'm doing better. Yes, this is good. And um, I did wear my waterproof mascara today. And I know that was a smart move, but I'm just so happy. I haven't cried one time. The tears have filled up my eyes. They have, but I'm doing good. Anyway, you are my hiding place, Lord. And you are my shield. I want to read you this one. Oh, I got so excited when I read this one today. It's Psalm 1, let's see, 121. And he's, it's talking about that preservation, that, that how God will preserve you. I just want to read all of it to you. It's so good. Verse one says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. Who keeps you will not slumber. This is all about God. Even while you're sleeping, he's not sleeping. He never sleeps or slumbers. He is inconsistent. Uh, uh, he is consistently taking care of you, consistently working in your body, consistently preserving you as you sleep at night. Believe God before you go to bed. Don't just go to sleep. Pray and ask the Lord to let his healing mercies work in you all night long as you sleep. Whatever you put in your body during the day, ask him to go in and work in you. He's not sleeping. He's not slumbering. He's wide awake working in you if you'll let him. And I love this. He doesn't, he neither slumbers. Um, oh, here, here it is, verse three. He will not allow you, allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall never slumber nor sleep. He's saying he's so awesome. He's so big that he's actually watching over and keeping Israel. The whole, the whole country, the whole place. He is keeping Israel. If he can take care of that many people, he can take care of you sleeping at night. He will keep us. He can keep all of us. Verse five, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. You know, for some of you people who are fair, complected like me, you need this scripture, okay? I'm just gonna tell you that. You need, I need this scripture every day. Now I'll put sunscreen on, yeah, but I need even more so to stand on this scripture. The sun will not strike me by day. I don't want wrinkles, okay? I don't wanna get old. <laughs> I don't wanna age now. The Bible does tell us that over time, this body and this flesh, this isn't the most important thing. But what I'm telling you is God will protect you from the sun. He will be your shield. He'll be your shade. And if you are fair like me, 
You go ahead and put this up on your mirror in your bathroom before you go out in the morning, confess it every day. But the sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. No skin cancer, no more skin cancer, no more problems with your skin. God cares about your skin. He is that good. He's so awesome. Verse seven says, the Lord shall preserve you from all evil. Did you know that sickness and disease is evil? It is a form, it is from the curse. And Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us that the blessing would come on us. The blessing is on me. The blessing is on you. But you gotta believe it. You've gotta say it. You've gotta declare it. The blessing of the Lord is on me. Um, It says, the Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. That's your mind and your will and your emotions. Stop saying that you're losing your memory. Don't say anymore that I'm, uh, that I'm going crazy. I'm losing my mind. These words should never come out of our mouths. No, we say that the Lord is preserving me. The Lord is keeping me. The Lord who never slumbers or sleeps, He is taking good care of me and mine. Verse eight says, "He, the Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Hey, that's not until you get, that's not just when you get in heaven someday. No, from this time forth, now he will preserve you. Now he will keep you. He will take care of you. He, he's never sleeping. He's never slumbering. When we're resting even, he's still working. You know, we've been writing this song ministering lately, this song that says, your presence is medicine. Jesus, I know that you are moving and working, healing, restoring. I believe that. And I'm gonna sing about it. And I'm gonna confess it all the days of my life. The word of God is a shield. And you know, the Bible tells us that he is a shield to all those who trust in him. He will be your hiding place. He will keep you safe and secure from all sickness, all manner of disease. He will keep you if you trust him and you honor him. Those are the people who see the goodness of God. I was thinking about this morning when I was praying about all this, what it means to hide in him what it means to make Jesus your hiding place. And I started thinking about when I was a little girl and my brother Josh and I loved to play, actually Josh Jordan and I all loved to play hide and seek. But this story, I only remember Josh in it. I'm not sure why, I don't think Jordan was there. But we were hiding, we're at my grandma's house staying with her and we were hiding, uh, playing hide and go seek with, with her. And Josh and I were on a team. And if you know me and Josh, you know, we're a little competitive when it comes to sports. That's all, not just, not anything else. We don't let that get involved in our life, that competitive spirit. But when it comes to sports and it comes to that, you know, that basketball game that you play at Dave and Buster's or at the, um, you know, at the, when you play that basketball game um, at the arcade, whatever it's called, you shoot those, you don't want to play that basketball game with me because I get really into it and really riled up. And and I'm gonna beat you, okay? I'm gonna be, I have a deal like with Jeremy. He doesn't, I get I win. And if my kids are with me at the arcade, you know what? 
I will use all of their tokens to play the basketball game. I will use all the money that they put on the card because I have got to play that basketball game until I win. You don't get to leave the basketball game unless I am the last person to win. That's just how it works. So all that to say, me and Josh, a little competitive in the sports, that area. And we were playing hide and go seek or games, things like that. Um, yeah, you don't want to come to the heart house when we're playing cards at Christmas time. It is just, you, you are not going to win. I'm going to win, okay? All that to say, Josh and I were playing hide and go seek with my, with my Mimi. And we were at her house, and I can't remember exactly where we hid. Um, Josh and I, we were pretty little, but we were going to win this game no matter what. And we were on the same team. We went downstairs. We hid under the bed, um, either in the bed or in the closet or something. I can't really remember that part. All, the only part of the story that I remember is that we hid for a really long time. We hid so long that even my Mimi, she could not find us anywhere. We hid ourselves so good and for so long that finally she started panicking. And Mimi, if you're watching this today, I love you. I know you're watching this today. I love you and I'm sorry, okay? I just wanna apologize to you for doing this to you. But we hid from her and she could not find us <laughs> for so long. And she's like, guys, guys, please come out. Please, guys, the game's over, come out. And you know what? We were determined. We were gonna win this game at all cost. We were not gonna give in. We were not gonna concede. I mean, nobody was gonna win this game but us. And so she kept calling out to us, guys, please, please come out. And pretty soon it got so bad, she couldn't find us. So there was only one option left. She had to call the police. <laughs> and she called the police and we heard her on the phone. And at that time, I think we probably came out and showed her, but this went on for a really long time. And the Lord was reminding me of this story. And he said to me, Sarah, don't come out of that hiding place. Stay in your hiding place until you win. Don't give in. Don't quit. Don't uh, lift your voice and announce where you are. Give it away. Don't, um, I have some notes on this right here, but don't give, don't give yourself away. Don't say, hey, here I am. This is how I feel right now. Uh, don't let the enemy ever see you sweat. Stay in your hiding place, in that place of his presence until you win. Now, by faith, we believe that we have won and Jesus has finished the work and by his stripes, we are healed. What I'm saying is just keep on just living in that hiding place, live in that abiding place and stay in there with Jesus. Stay in there in his word, stay in there in his presence Keep on standing, keep on believing. Don't give in, don't give up. Don't reveal uh, where you are to the enemy. <laughs> Mimi, you are not the enemy, okay? You are awesome. But don't give in. Just stay in your hiding place until you have victory, until you see your victory, until you win. Stay there. Don't get out, don't come out of faith. Stay in that location of faith. Stay in that place where you are trusting God. And the only way to do this is to consistently return to the presence of the Lord. Consistently, day by day, put your eyes on the word of God. 
Doesn't Proverbs tell us to attend to his word, pay attention to his word, let it not depart from our eyes, keep it in the midst of our heart for it is life and the Hebrew says medicine and health to all our flesh. Stay in that place, attend to his words, live your life hidden in the healer, hidden in Jesus. As I was praying over this, I I thought about what this means. Really, this is what Jesus was talking about when he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done for you. This abiding place that Jesus was talking about, this is your hiding place. And this hiding place that we're talking about, this is your healing place, the place of his presence, where you go in to, you go into his presence, you stay there. You know, it reminds me of what Jesus said. I want to read this to you in John chapter 10. You know, we quote this scripture so often about the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Do you want to know what the words say? The scripture says the verses right before that. Let me read it to you. Jesus said to them again, this is verse seven. Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. And Jesus is the way you get into that place of faith, that you get over into that location of faith, that you get into your hiding place. He's the gate. He's the door into that place. You can't get there without him. Oh, there's no faith for healing without faith in the healer. You get, you get over into that place by faith in Jesus. You gotta be, become mindful of Jesus every time that you go into that place. But he says, all whoever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and go in and out and find pasture. Jesus is the way that we go in to all the goodness of God, the place where we eat, the place where we're blessed, the place where we receive healing. He is that door into that location, that place of faith where we live and we abide. He is the door into that healing place. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.